Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. That was a rough intro. Messed it up. I. I feel like I always mess up the Patreon introduction, but I usually do not mess up the regular pod introduction well, that I did today. We don't have a Patreon introduction. That's true. We've never... Like, we don't have an official one. We just kind of always are like, hey, this is like the Patreon yeah. or whatever. It's- I really am jealous of those like very cool blasé podcasts that don't do any introduction. They just start talking. Like Mark Maron. <laughs> Oh, I haven't listened to his in a while. I was thinking of like Isn't Red that- Scare. Oh yeah. No, there's another one that's like not cool. Like I think of like a oh, you know who did that? That guy who got canceled and he was married to the Hearst daughter and he now Oh, has Chris like- Hardwick. Yeah, his show always would be like it would start and be like in the middle of a conversation and he'd be like, that's just how I do it. I don't even tell you I'm going to start recording. I just do. And, um, I listened to it a couple of times when like, actually, <laughs> I don't want to say who I listened to on it. Cause it was sort of a hate listen, but oh, sure. I'll tell you off. Uh, yeah. yeah. I remember when I first started listening to podcasts, that was the one I listened to for a little while, but, uh, well, he was like the only podcast for like, it wasn't, I mean, I didn't really know other podcasts. Like that was like the biggest one. Yeah. At least it was before Serial, before it was Nerdist and Mark Marin and a couple others, but that, oh, the Slate ones started earlier. Oh yeah. I really need to wean myself off of those, those elitist pigs. <laughs> I know you used to really be a big slate person. I can't believe thinking of like the shit I used to listen. Well, I still listen to it. I just, I don't know. I, I, I can't break the habit completely, but I just curse them under my breath the whole time I listen I know, to them. Now. I, 
I can't even stand the ones that are like not um like as elitist as that like I, I don't like every NPR podcast I'm just like like thinking just gets so mad i don't know why god i probably shouldn't say that now i'll never get a job as an npr host yeah i really can't stand anyone who even like listens to their podcast after they record it and edits it it's like this is i mean my god i've never heard an episode of the show oh really i i go back and forth listen listening to them sometimes all the way through and then I, sometimes i don't listen to them sometimes i listen to them and then i'm like i like this and then sometimes i'm like i cannot listen to that or i'll well i because i listen to everything i used to listen to everything on one and a half speed but now i've jumped up to like 1.83 speed oh my god so that gives me anxiety it probably does give me anxiety too and i just don't want to face it but i need to it makes me feel like i'm living in uncut gems or something like everything's going so fast and why is everyone talking like this and it doesn't feel like I want it to be like a slow meditative process, like me, the podcast, yeah, the pod, me, very, you know, like a, a real, just like zone out and chill. I don't want to like download the information into my head as fast as I can. I'm too far gone because now if I listen to anything at regular speed, it it really feels like the hosts are on morphine or something. I'm just like, get to the fucking point. Yeah, I know. It does. It is annoying listening to podcasts because they do take a long time to get to the point. For example, this podcast, <laughs> For we've had a lot of feedback about it. And, but the thing is like every podcast gets the exact same note from yeah. their listeners. Like we hate hearing you talk. We only want to hear about the subject. And then the hosts just never do it. And that's just how it goes. I know. Cause you can't, it's hard to just jump into something like full force you need to ease into it i got i mean look i can't just list i mean you could just go and get the newsletter and read it yourself right. that's all you want like what do you want from us we're we're here to just have a conversation about goop and the world and the world through a goop lens yeah uh i started reading um a return to love like from the beginning Oh, it's so good. I'm, I subscribed to her. Um, when COVID started, she started like sending out every day for free a meditation from, from return to love or not return to love. What's her, what's her big one from a course in miracles. Well, if in case anyone doesn't know who we're talking about, obviously we're talking about Marianne Williamson. Uh, but yeah, she, she wrote a return to love in reaction to course in miracles. She didn't write. She, she didn't write, but she's like a practitioner of yeah. it. So she'll send you out like a daily, like, it's like a Bible verse, but of, of A Course in Miracles. And I get them in my inbox every day. Oh, I need to subscribe to that. I am loving Return to Love so much. Yeah. It's so, and it's, I mean, this book has, is, you know, like 30 years old or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but so far it's so profound. It talks about how basically everything in the universe is love and everything that's not love is imaginary and mm -hmm. then it just tells you a million times to like submit to jesus yeah and, I <laughs> and, love she's it like, so much. and she's like it doesn't really have to be jesus but it's basically jesus but don't worry about it like it's not it's not jesus jesus it's just like 
it's just love which is jesus as love and yet she just keeps calling it jesus and christ she's like live in christ live in jesus submit to him oh it's not like christian but and then she'll just go back and like scream about jesus christ for another chapter but then she's jewish yeah which makes it fascinating because i feel like she she comes to jesus in the same way that like we were raised in the sense of like our parents just didn't talk about jesus at all yeah, I did not know who did not know what it was. So I don't I don't really have like a positive or a negative connotation. I feel like p- people who are raised Christian either have like a very positive connotation or a negative connotation if they had a, a bad experience being in the Christian church and for like secular Jews it's just like okay, Jesus fine. Well, for secular Jews it's like wish fulfillment because like all you ever wanted as a kid growing up was to like believe in Jesus, but you like couldn't. You didn't and you weren't supposed to and you also didn't really understand what it was about, but it just seemed great cuz people like were obsessed with Jesus. Yeah. And then this is like a Jewish woman giving you um license to be like, "Oh yeah, I like worship Jesus, but not in a Christian not way." Really, yeah. And also not in like a what is it called? Uh, oh, what are they called? The, the Jews for Jesus, the, the messianic Jews. Yeah, Jews Not for in Je- that one. No. Yeah, it's the same thing, messianic yeah. Jews. They're like Jews who believe, who believe in Jesus. <laughs> but, yeah, but that's not what this is. No, this it's is, not in that way. It's just in a very new age, like kind of made up way. <laughs> yeah, very, very new age. I mean, because it's basically saying... Uh, you you have to just live in love and your the whole and then like the holy spirit enters you and you practice like atonement which is getting rid of the ego which in her she doesn't go in like the freudian sense of the ego in her definition ego just means fear which like turns to negative thoughts so it's like it's like jesus versus the ego basically <laughs> and i love it yeah like I just opened up with the lesson was for today. God in his mercy wills that I will be saved. Father, your holiness is mine. Your love created me and made my sinlessness forever part of you. Sounds I pretty have Christian no to me. Nor sin in me, for there is none in you. The end. Great. <laughs> That's for today. But I have so many of these unopened because unfortunately I haven't really been keeping up with it. But I did for the first like uh two or three and then i kind of just stopped maybe i'll go back i i started subscribing to all these like newsletters and stuff when i was trying to wean myself off of twitter because i was Mm. like oh i'll read these newsletters instead of twitter and now i'm just i'm completely off the wagon i'm spending hours and hours scrolling twitter and i i like unsubscribed from all the newsletters well the newsletters first of all they get expensive some of them you have to pay for oh i don't pay i don't pay for any newsletters well, that's good. Um, I have one that I'm going to talk about today, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other big life change that I've gone under this week is, um, as some of you may know, I was trying to consume less dairy after my yeah. another uh, terrifying cholesterol test <laughs> came back to me. Mm-hmm. And so... I said, when I finish this block of cheese, I'm going to switch to vegan cheese. And so this past week, I bought a block of Violife Mature. I don't even know if it's called cheddar or it's just like mature cheese. Okay. And honestly, it's not great. 
I'm trying. I might just sort of try to just not eat cheese in general <laughs> instead of what? forcing That's myself what to I rest. said. What does it Okay, so it's a block. It's not like a slice or shreds or anything. It's a block. It's it looks pretty if you don't look at it too closely, it looks pretty much like a block of white cheddar. Okay. Uh it it's a little squishier. Um it melts it takes a little bit longer to melt than you would, would expect. I I had it in my eggs this morning. Honestly, I probably shouldn't be eating too many eggs either because that is high in cholesterol too. But uh, like the eggs were almost like the scrambled eggs were almost done by the time the violife started melting. And then it just has, I don't know, it just sort of has like a little bit of a plasticky taste. And I I think they season it with nutritional yeast because it has that nutritional yeast funk, which I don't love. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, yeah, I feel like vegan cheese, like all vegan products, aren't a good replacement for the original. It's just if you appreciate it as it is. Like, I am the only person I know who actually really likes diet cheese. I love pizza with diet cheese on it. I don't know why. I think it tastes, like, good in the way of, like, when you're a kid and you go to, like, get a get a slice of pizza from Costco or mm-hmm. the gas station or something like that, which for me was a very rare type of treat. And it just tastes not, I mean, I hate to say this, but it tastes cheap. Like it just tastes like fake food. And I have a very positive <laughs> reaction to that. Oh yeah. So I like it, but if I really wanted a good slice of regular pizza, it would be sort of disappointing to have the diet cheese pizza. But I sometimes like it as its own thing. And I feel like that's how you have to approach all meat and dairy, like vegan replacements. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, yeah. Milk, which like you can get in your coffee and just deal with, I think. Yeah. I, like substitute meat for the most part, I really enjoy Except, you know, I'm sort of honestly getting sick of like the Nouveau um, Beyond and Impossible meat because it's so heavy. I know. And like, I do like like an Impossible burger every once in a while or a Beyond burger. But whenever you branch out, like I tried to make um, tacos with ground Impossible yeah. meat. And it's it's not very good. And Yeah, you really have to cover the flavor with like condiments and stuff because like the, it actually tastes pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Except the opposite, like a Morningstar Farm breakfast sausage, yeah. I like, I think even better than real sausage. Like I love them so much. Yeah, you've been singing their praises for a while. Oh, because Trader Joe's has their own their own brand of it now. So it's, I mean, it has that like sage, just savoriness. Maybe it's because I've eaten those for my whole life. So like it just is more of a nostalgic flavor for me. I don't know. What is it made of? Like what is the meat? I think they're soy based. All those like old school vegetarian um, products. Those are, are the best ones. Yeah. Like Boca burgers. They're oh. the best veggie burger you can ever get. And they don't taste like meat at all, but they're just their own soy patty thing. I don't even know what they are, but I love them. Yeah. Yeah. Boca burgers. I even love like the old school garden burgers. Yeah. Um, that used like in the nineties, the only vegetarian option at fast food restaurants like Subway would have like a garden burger sandwich. And mm-hmm. I think even Burger King would make like a garden burger. Yeah, I think some places still have them. Well, I guess now they mostly have changed to the impossible. 
Did you hear McDonald's uh, have, has created their own? It's just called McPlant. Hmm. I don't like that name. I I didn't like it, but now that I've thought it over for a little bit, I I like it because it's so clunky. It's so funny to me that it's just called McPlant. It's so goofy. So I yeah, think I like it. Silly. Is that like, I don't know. I think our marketing people geniuses because they know to like call it something that sounds that like bad and that I'll never forget it. I think so. Cause it's like, I remember when Apple came out with iPads, everyone made fun of it cause they thought it sounded like a maxi pad or something. Oh. And now it's just such in the vernacular. You don't even think about it. No, I never think about it. Oh, uh, the McPlant is coming. McDonald's won't name its supplier, but all signs point to Beyond Meat. That's the Washington Post headline. Yeah, because um, they like invested a lot in Beyond Meat. And so it's, I think it's probably in collaboration with Beyond, but it's going to be their own, you know, like signature mix. Okay. Good for them. I'm excited. I do have to say like, like the fast food uh, impossible burgers, like the, the impossible Whopper from Burger King is really good. And mm -hmm. um Carl's Jr. has a Beyond version that's like pretty good. Yeah. So, and I know like McDonald's, they're everything that they create is always um like top notch as far as it's never gonna be like it's never gonna like wow you, but it's always gonna taste good and like acceptable. Yeah, I mean it's like engineered in a lab so that like you will crave another bite of it yeah. no matter what it is. So I just I'm hope that they when they do roll out the McPlant, they have like a McPlant Big Mac and a McPlant Quarter Pounder. And it's not like its own. Cause I'm, I always hate when the vegetarian burgers are like its own special thing with like a whole wheat bun and like lettuce and tomato and shit. Yeah, I agree with you. I want, like, I just want to be able to get like a cheeseburger with a McPlant. Exactly. See, you're well, already, it's already rolling off your tongue. It's rolling right off. I will, I know exactly what it is. I'm going to get a McPlant. <laughs> I love it. I like it. I like, I, I like, Mc, it's so goofy sounding. It's just fun. McPlant. And you know exactly what it is. I love it. Yeah. I think it's genius. It is genius. Good for uh, them. Bravo. <laughs> the other genius marketing thing I learned this week, and I think pretty much everyone knows this by now, but uh, I've been talking and, you know, hyping up the show, Emily in Paris for several weeks now. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, you're obsessed with it. I still haven't seen a single second of it. Netflix, Netflix tweeted <laughs> the other day, uh, guys, did you know that like Emily in Paris is actually supposed to be um, spoken with a French accent? So it rhymes and it's supposed to be called Emily in Paris. Well, Jesus, I mean, they should have told me that sooner. Nobody knew that. I know they just, they, I don't know. I don't know if they really like the whole time that Darren Starr and everyone was like writing the show and shooting it like internally were they all just calling it Emily and Paris and then when it came out they realized that no one said it in a French accent and they were pissed off or did they just retro con this thing I don't know I mean it makes more sense I guess that they would call it Emily and Paris because at least then that's like a key I mean Emily in Paris is just like that just sounds like a dud of a show. <laughs> like just the title is like, who cares about Emily in Paris? Like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't want to hear about Emily in Paris. Like, I feel like I know someone named Emily who was in Paris who wants to tell me about her trip and I don't want to hear about it. That's <laughs> well, that's what the whole show is. It's literally the most annoying girl in your life who comes back from Paris and tries to tell you about it. And then 
I don't know. And then after 10 episodes, you're just fucking brainwashed and can't wait for season two. Why is it so good? Just because like you want to see her like fuck a bunch of French guys? It's, it just is paced really fast. The woman who plays her like bitchy French boss is hilarious. Mm -hmm. And she's so stupid as a character that... I don't know. It's just that Netflix magic that they sometimes hit upon that you're just like, oh, I want to keep watching this. The, the episodes go by really quickly. It looks beautiful. It just makes you, you know, want to go to Paris. It's really not deeper than that. Like it's, it's just a very, very stupid show. Okay, great. <laughs> well, maybe I'll watch it. I don't know. But I, I think, I well, think you might like it. I don't know. I probably would. I mean, I'm not, I like every TV show. I've never seen a show I don't like in the world. In my life. <laughs> the, the other thing I heard, and I think this cannot be true, was that Darren Starr was originally going to name the show Emily's Gambit, but then they were that already doing the Queen's true, Gambit. Ryan. Someone is pulling <laughs> one over on you. They have to be <laughs> fucking with me, right? Well, it just, Emily, I mean, <laughs> like, because the queen's gambit is like the king's gambit is like a famous chess move so they called it the queen's gambit because it's like about a woman who plays chess well the the actual chess move is the queen's like or maybe there is a king's gambit too but yeah as far as i know the queen's gambit is like a real famous chess move Uh, or like not a move like a strategy or something yeah but yeah i don't know what emily's gambit would be just like moving to paris yeah, I don't know either. It had that has to be not a that has to be a fake rumor. I can't. I have not seen a single second of the Queen's Gambit either. I uh, I've watched five episodes out of seven. Okay, um, that's a lot. It's good. It it's like most Netflix shows. I feel like it could be shorter. Um, the main girl it's Anya Taylor Joy, who's great. Uh, she takes tranquilizers all the time which i love tranquilizers so like it's it's pretty fun okay i oh i'm watching um the undoing oh yeah i started that it's good it's very in line with my jungian obsession i believe the shadow self i mean i think it's all about that i like it i like nicole kidman so 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 much yeah, I love her too. Hugh Grant like is great. I love the kid. Uh, yeah, I like the kid too, which is like, I hate every kid. I went to college with one of the bitchy girls, so it's fun seeing her. Um, yeah, I think I know which one. Um, and yeah, it's a good show. It's like, uh, sort of like a Big Little Lies type of deal. It's exactly like a Big yeah. Little Lies, but it's in New York and that's really the only and Reese Witherspoon isn't in it so far not yet but yeah. she might pop up Lily Rabe is definitely playing the the Reese Witherspoon character you know yeah she is but that's why it's like a smaller part because Reese yeah. isn't like making it be all about her she's good yeah she's great um, uh any other sh- oh well what we ha- okay I have to talk about it very quickly and then I promise we'll move on but I did watch the season premiere of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and oh. Aggie, I know you don't watch all the Housewives. You have to watch this. Okay, I will, I will. It's I will. it's the best premiere episode of any Housewife franchise of all time. It's so I'll good. Watch it. Yeah, okay. I'll throw it on. Yeah. So I'm really bad at what. Once New York goes off, I always try to keep up with it, and I always just sort of like fall off. I'm just like I only I don't know why. Like 
I just feel like New York, they're like my, like, I know them, like they're my family (laughs) and the rest of them. I just, am like, I just forget about it. Like as soon as New York ends, I'm like, okay, I'm going to like keep going. And I just stop. Yeah. But I will watch Salt Lake City. And everyone, everyone listening to this podcast please watch I'm, is it depressing? I get depressed by the other ones this so far this is not they're not depressed they're not depressing it's you haven't we haven't really explored the darkness in these women's lives yet I mean one of them did marry her step-grandfather in an arranged marriage I was I knew about this before uh she seems happy about it there's one lady that has um like a twink gay son who's very funny so far and then there's lots of like lapsed Mormons. Um, it's just a fun, good time. Are there wellness people on it? One of the ladies owns like a like a Botoxy beauty spa. Mm. And one of them also, well, I think it's more of like a handbag. She like is like a some sort of stylist or like accessories maven who uh celebrities buy things from her. And then one of them is like a football coach's wife. Uh, one of them is, you know, the in the like the head of the church. That's the one that married her grandfather. And then another one is a lapsed Mormon who got divorced, and so her family doesn't talk to her. But her dad is like this middle-aged guy with like a like a Jack White haircut. Oh God! See, I'm already getting a little sad thinking about that. And I guess he comes clean, some is in the previews, he comes clean as being some sort of addict later in the season. So I'm excited to learn about that. Okay. I heard one of them is Jewish who converted to being- Two um, of them. Two of them? Yeah. There's a Chicago Jew and a New York Jew. Only one of them converted to Mormonism. And then one of them is just living in Salt Lake City because her husband's work like brought her there. Which, the Chicago one or the New York one? The Chicago one, who's also the one with the gay son- uh, is not Mormon. And then the New York one is Mormon. Fascinating. I do want to see that. Yeah. I would love to see a Jewish person who, who converted to be Mormon. She is, uh, I think her name's Lisa and she's the queen of Sundance. Cause I guess she like arranges all the like fun parties at Sundance for everyone. Oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. We have to move on. Okay. okay this is okay. not a <laughs> real housewives podcast, even though secretly I wish it was. I know. Uh, Gwyneth, there's again, not much like Gwyneth news. No, not a lot. I mean, I don't know. I haven't really been keeping up much with her, but she's what, what happened? Nothing. I think there was one funny article in, um, online that was from gossip cop. Cause I guess, I guess there were some tabloids that said Gwyneth Paltrow is facing financial trouble after goop sales plummet. Yeah. And I think this is all based on the fact that they closed their London store. Right. Which is alarming. It is. I mean, we do have to like, you know, we have to keep an eye open and, um, you know, like keep following this to see if anything comes of it. But right now it does not seem like there's any additional evidence that Goop is going through financial problems and gossip cop says their verdict because they're like the you know Pinoc- how many pinocchios of gossip 
and they say gossip cop has determined the story is totally false wow 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 that is very interesting oh she also attended a biden harris victory parade she drove down the street in her mercedes convertible with her husband smiling wearing a white hat yeah i don't really think that that was like an actual parade i think it was just she went out on the day after the election was called for biden and the uh daily mail says that she attended a biden harris parade they also said she looked regal she, she looked did. regal in the driver's seat while donning a pair of black ray-ban shades and a stylish sun hat piercing blue eyes that's Fauci. She said, that's what they say about Brad. Oh, he has piercing blue eyes? He kept his piercing blue eyes concealed behind a pair of sunglasses as he resided comfortably in the in his wife's passenger seat. This is a very complimentary article about them, which is rare because, you know, people really hate them. No, but they do look like they're in some sort of parade. I mean, he's waving and... Maybe. Was there a parade, though? I don't... Well, I don't know if it's a parade, but I mean, you know, people took to the streets sure. and celebration. So I guess, you know, that's what they were doing. I wonder where they're, because West Hollywood is like, and it's not that far from where they live, but it is a little out of the way. They must have been like going somewhere. No, they probably just were like, let's go to West, because I'm sure that no one was like dancing in the streets in Brentwood. Well, I mean, Kamala probably... lives in Brentwood. Oh, yeah, I forgot. With her entertainment lawyer husband. San Francisco, but I guess, I guess not. Yeah, because Doug works for one of the big agencies. Um, and so, yeah, they live in Brentwood. But I don't think she's like, obviously, like she's in Washington. So I don't think she's like there very often. Yeah. Well, I don't know. They were celebrating. And that's all I know. Yep. All right. Okay. Newsletter time. All right, let's get into this damn letter. Uh, what was your best of the week? My best of the week was not a goop thing at all. It was another newsletter. Mm. My favorite writer, my favorite internet writer ever, Kat Marnell, uh, just announced that she's she's starting her own newsletter. And if you want it, you have to pay for it which I did. Wow. It's a Patreon. It's called Beauty Shambles. And the first column was supposed to drop today. And of course she tweeted like, sorry, it's not coming out today. She said, cause she had a death in the family, which I hope is not, uh, true, but I guess it is. Well, but. I think it would be, I don't think she'd lie about that. Uh, well, she's like notoriously, um, unreliable that's with true. her publishing. Like that's like kind of her thing. Like she would, when she worked at XO Jane as a beauty writer, um, after she worked for Jean, she would constantly miss deadlines and just not have things come out. And um, just like, she was just like a drug addict and like didn't finish, didn't like get her work in on time. And like, that was like her big, that was like kind of like her brand, I guess. But I've always loved her as a writer. And um, I'm really excited about this, new patreon that she set up and i'll just keep paying for it probably actually i'm doing it for six dollars a month and she's gonna give you like inexpensive recommendations for things to like make your apartment look cool it's, it won't be expensive and will always be dope 
Um, How many newsletters is she supposed to give you? Is it one a week for six bucks a month? Um, I have no idea, but she says for old school fans, you get my lost XOJ and columns reposted with behind the scenes commentary and insight into what was really going on. So I'm excited and that's it. So that's my best, which is sort of related to Goop because she was like Jean's protege and this is a newsletter. Yeah. I mean, she's fascinating. She's a great writer. She's someone else who I started following on Twitter and I sort of regret it because her Twitter persona is a little obnoxious to me. She's, I mean, that's like, I mean, her writing style, like everything she does is like that. Yeah. I, and I, again, I don't like to shame people for their quarantine habits, but she is like acting like nothing's happening and she's constantly going out to parties and she's like flying to Miami every week. Yeah. Uh, She's like, that's yeah. But I should just stop following her if I don't want to follow her. It's my fault. I mean, that's definitely sort of like her thing and she's like constantly posting about like how glamorous new york is during quarantine and like how great new york is in quarantine yeah um but well you have to keep all of us abreast on the newsletter developments because i do think our um listenership is probably like at least knows who kat marnell is or yeah i feel like our listenership would like really like kat marnell yeah um but any well, at least I like Kat Marnell, so I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, well, hopefully, I mean, I hope she's doing okay after her family member passed away, and hopefully she'll come out with her newsletter soon. Yeah, hopefully. We'll and see. we actually I, need to I, come out with our newsletter soon because we were supposed to do it. I know. We're following in her footsteps. I mean, I definitely, when I subscribed, I was like, I don't think that I'm going to be getting any of these on time. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. so far, that has been true including the very first it's part of the charm yeah uh okay so my best and this isn't honestly that exciting but i just it's sort of like the pinnacle of the goop newsletter the sort of the sun that everything else orbits around okay gwyneth has a new morning routine Mm. and she published i mean she published it obviously this is following the release of the goop branded coffee so now gwyneth has to incorporate coffee into her morning routine which i'm not sure that she did before this is my craziest by the way oh it is i mean it's pretty crazy Mm -hmm. uh so let's see i'll just go over it quickly um blah 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 okay she starts with meditation then she goes to the kitchen with Brad, makes a hot cup of coffee with half and half, Goop Fair Trade specialty coffee. Uh, then she does two Goop Glow packets into her water bottle mm-hmm. and does either a Tracy Anderson workout or yoga or the class. Um, Which she seems to be doing in like a giant gymnasium. Did you see those <laughs> pictures? Like, where is she doing this? Oh, yeah. That cannot be her home gym. No, it's not her home. She's obviously has like access to something private. Interesting. Yeah, it's like a huge like warehouse studio. Yeah, it looks, I don't know. Uh, then she listens to some podcasts and then she. she say what podcasts? Yeah, okay. The I don't know what any of these are. The Peter Adia Drive? No idea. The Goop Podcast, obviously. Mm. Harvard Business Review, 
That's um, that's some eye emoji shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Equity by TechCrunch. What the and fuck is she doing? <laughs> she wants to be a business lady. She's like, you know, she's a businesswoman. And on being, um, which is, I guess, an uplifting podcast by a woman named Krista Tippett. Okay, so she doesn't listen to our podcast. She, no, I kept reading this thinking maybe she would mention us we've been doing this for over four years you'd think that she would give us a shout out but i guess not well she wore a shirt on instagram uh then (laughs) then she does one of two smoothies uh either like a banana almond one with the goop glow fish powder disgusting absolutely disgusting so gross or frozen cherries raw cacao and protein powder i don't really understand what the liquid is in that one water left it out yeah and then and then she does her whole face routine so uh she does g-day body oil and goop jeans body butter and then she actually drops what i think is new information that they are developing a goop jeans face oil which isn't out yet uh, but I guess it's following the success of the Goop Jeans face cream. I just feel like how much new, I mean, I understand that like in order for these people to stay in business, they have to constantly be coming out with new products. Yeah. But like, I mean, how much new stuff can there be? I can't, who is buying all of this stuff? It's so much. Uh yeah, I don't know. I guess because they have to keep growing their business. They, they and I'm sure they're. Oh. They don't seem to be canceling any products or like discontinuing things. So yeah, you're right. It's just like getting the line is getting bigger and bigger. It just makes me feel like their old products like aren't good because they keep having to come up with new stuff. I mean, I think that's just sort of like the way that like I don't know the economy or capitalism or whatever works. Like you just have to keep on like making up new stuff for people to buy from you but i'm probably why like we're so bad at business we're just like i don't know <laughs> so we do the same but, podcast every week well yeah i mean like what if it's not broken do not fix it exactly but apparently gwyneth paltrow would disagree yeah like i i mean i think some of this is because they had been working with juice beauty for their beauty products for so long and they've discontinued their collaboration so that i think they have to sort of uh create Which substitutes sort of i truly did not like juice beauty yeah i think it was sort of you know a, a former generation of of natural products that um weren't up to par it simply was chalky what was your worst okay let me see Worst, worst, worst. Oh, yeah. So it was one that I couldn't even read and then I finally did, but it was what will your skin look like? Or what will you look like in 10 years? 20. A top dermatologist talks sun damage and more. Okay. The tile of this sent a chill down my spine. It terrified me. I was like, I honestly have never really thought about it. Like, I really don't know. I, I'm just like, I guess when I imagine myself in 10 years, I think Oh, I'm going to be like this like gorgeous, successful person. I have like a real, I'm like, oh, it'll be great. But I don't, 
I never thought like, what will my skin look like? Cause it looks way worse now than it did 10 years ago for sure. So like, is it going to look, it's going to look even worse, I guess. I don't know. I truly hadn't really thought about it too much. And it just gave me all this anxiety. Then I open up the thing and it's like one important thing is stress. You have to do, manage your stress. So light this candle and get a diffuser and all this. And I'm telling you, nothing. I think that this article, just the headline aged me 20 years, if stress is going to do it. Cause I immediately was like, oh my God, I'm going to be a, a hag. I mean, then, you know, we're all going to be hags along with you. Cause everyone is super stressed out. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, I mean, other like a lot of a lot of this article was about not smoking, and you don't smoke. I don't. Um, I forget what the other suggestions. Sun were. damage was a big one. Oh, sun damage. Yeah. So it's like you know we know what to do, and it's not, uh, not no new information. I have to say, this lady um, is truly gorgeous, and like I usually they have you know these older women that look good that you know are older than they look but this woman is 50 and it says like oh she looks just like her 21 year old daughter and it's true like her yeah I, I would mean, not she looks 30 she genuinely I think she looks 30 it's amazing it's amazing I mean she and she doesn't look plumped or Botox or anything she looks she literally looks young yeah she looks 30 like it's no no joke like it she does not look like a good looking 50 year old. She looks like a 30 year old. Yeah. That's like really sh See, I honestly thought that this was like a picture of a girl and then they like digitally made her look 10 years old. <laughs> like, oh, a yeah. special, like, what will you look like in 10 years? And they were like, Oh, that's what she, but I didn't realize that she was supposed to be. All right. Well, that's really, really fucked up. I need to start taking vitamin D. I already wear sunscreen, but I'm not wearing it right now. I wear sunscreen. The one thing that really did sort of cause cause me a a little bit of stress was they say there's no um let's see. It's unknown whether vaping is less problematic for skin than smoking. And I hope that that's not true. <laughs> oh god, I hope cuz it says while vaping involves less smoke, well no smoke. There are all the additives to think about. And that's true. I think wow. I need to, I think I need to wean myself off of this jewel. I think I'm going to become obsessed <laughs> with this woman. What? I said, I think I'm going to be a, become obsessed with this woman. <laughs> She's, I mean, her name is Amy Westler, West Westler. And yeah, I, it's She's a dermatologist and a psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> She's also a psychiatrist. I mean, this is Nicole Kidman's perfect role. Like if they ever do the Amy Wessler story, a 50-year-old yes. woman who looks 30, who's a dermatologist and a psychologist. Yes, that is exactly her. Oh my God. I love Nicole Kidman running around New York in that coat with like all of her friends and being like, I'm a psychiatrist. It's just like, it's just so good. I'm I mean, I would be afraid for the daughter because I'm like, oh, if Nicole Kidman's playing me, I'm probably going to get murdered. Yeah. It, or, well, I think the kids usually end up fine. It's usually like the husband like, or something. Husbands, mistresses. Yeah. People yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Um, wait, so that was your worst just because it stressed It was my out. worst. I mean, actually, now that I like finally read it, I was like, oh, maybe it's, more like my best but just the headline was like 
how dare you ask me that? I don't want to think about this. And I immediately got stressed out. And I said, you know what? You're my worst. But I think it was like so provocative. Like I needed it. I needed that. Like, it was like a slap in the face, like a cold shower. And now I'm, now that I'm awake to it, the entire essence of that article is like very important to me. (laughs) I got it. Yeah. I think we all need to just calm down. And once hopefully some stress will be relieved from our lives relatively soon. And then we can focus on what's important, which is skincare. I do think I look a lot older than I did when this whole thing started. Really? I don't think I so. I feel like I do. I, I have no idea if I do. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay. So my worst, this one did not, I don't think make it to a newsletter because it is so embarrassing that they even wrote about it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's truly like code red guillotine alert. Uh-oh. Uh, it was the, over the weekend, they published an article called a COVID free Island escape. Like Kim Kardashian's birthday party. Yeah. So it's all about, um, this private Island called mystique, which if you watch the crown, you've heard of it because it's where princess Margaret always like goes to chill out. Mm. And basically the, the Island is open to tourists, but they pretty much only have these giant private houses to rent. So there's not really like hotels and stuff. So you have to, it's like, you know, everything is thousands and thousands of dollars to rent for the night. So it, ends up basically being a private island for rich people and so then they just list all the houses that you can rent um and they all have like fancy names like one of them you know is like david bowie's old house it's called mandalay there's one called hibiscus that's a tuscan inspired villa that's what Uh, i want there's oh there's a small one called serenity bay uh it's just like truly tone deaf and disgusting to even write this article at this time when everyone's suffering and right after the kim kardashian thing where everyone hated it like they should have known better not to not to fucking talk about this shit yeah i mean i don't know i mean i can't lie i am enjoying looking at these pictures i want to i want the hibiscus one I love the uh, wall. Oh my God. Can you imagine being there right now? I, I know so it's, it's too painful to even think about. Cause like, oh, really? that's well, like me in skincare. Yeah. I can't, I mean, most normal people can't go anywhere really. Or like, I don't know. It would, it would be beautiful and nice, but I, I don't think I'm like even that good or empathetic of a person, but I know that if I, let's say I was super rich and I could afford to do this, I, I would feel guilty. Like I would feel really horrible doing that. And it would be so like embarrassing if anyone learned that I like flew to Mystique for a week in 2020. Uh, so I, yeah, I can't even really enjoy it vicariously. Oh yeah. Well, I can. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is goop after all, so I get it, but it's gross. One of them's name is like very similar to the bird that caused COVID too. Pangolin. That's right. Hmm. Interesting choice. That is interesting. I would love it if, uh, well, I don't think there are any 
residents on this island anyway but i would like love if all these rich people were there and then there was like a coup and everyone got murdered well i don't think they <laughs> it looks like there's a bar basil's bar oh, basil's bar oh my god yeah it's too much to even think about like just fan i like fantasize about going to hawaii and that's like such a far off fantasy at this point that i can't i mean mystique Ugh, i don't know it's gross it's, so it's why gross. is it covid free just like they've never had covid on the island before because i guess because it's like uninhabited and so i don't know that anyone would come into contact with enough people to even i mean i guess there must be people that like work in these places i have no idea i don't know i don't know how it's covid free if they're letting people in i don't know yeah i don't know either i think it's just like you're so rich if you go there that covid like just doesn't affect affect you they probably have the like regeneron like ready to go on mystique if you get covid <laughs> you just immediately get regeneron yeah. regeneron just like flows through the air i'm on the website for the hotel there's a hotel there called the cotton house how much is the hotel per night Let's see. I think it's like if you have to ask, you can't afford yeah. it. You no. Know? Yeah, it's like you have to call. Oh God. Um so it's not on like hotel tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's not on like Airbnb. Wait, let me see. What? I have no idea. But yeah, you, you take a small charter from St. Lucia and you must have a reservation to stay in order to book the seat. Uh oh, and while you're on the plane, you must furnish a negative COVID test to ensure that the island retains its COVID-free status. So oh, that's go. good. For, um, let's see, okay, for the, for the cottage, which sleeps two with one king-size bed, breakfast included is $6.75 per night. Oh, I mean, that's really expensive, but it's not like... It's not, yeah, but that's for the hotel. Okay, yeah. So, I, yeah, and then for the daily half-board rate, I don't know what that means. Daily, ha oh, because that's breakfast and dinner. That's eight oh five a night, but you get wow. you get like all your meals included. I guess something will not lunch. So that for, for most people, that would be a once in a lifetime. Like you save up for a year for your honeymoon or something. Yeah, but that's even just like for one night, and <laughs> also like doesn't include like all the transportation, which I'm sure would be like really expensive too. Oh. You have to like charter a plane to get yeah. there, right? And it, yeah, and if I was. I mean, I have never spent $675 a night on any hotel in my life, but if I was, I feel like I'd, I don't know. I'd want, I'd still want to be around people. I, I don't know. I'd want to like go to like the four seasons or something like that's a little more bustling. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. Not going to happen. Okay. Uh, what was your craziest or your saddest? Oh, my craziest was, the, was Gwyneth's workout thing. And really just because we got an email, someone saying like, she must be stuck. Like one of our readers was like, okay, Gwyneth is drinking half and half in the morning and she drinks two glucose while she's working out. And I was like, you know what? That is really problematic. I mean, not that she's drinking half and half necessarily. I wouldn't have expected that from her. I would have either expected almond milk or like a full heavy cream, hmm. but you know, whatever. But I think that there's just something about putting two goop glows in your water and then doing Tracy Anderson as you do it. There's something about it's just so, it's so on the nose, first of all. It's like, 
if you were writing a show about Gwyneth Paltrow, you would never have her do that because they'd be like, it's too obvious. It needs to be a little bit less like just exactly what it says in the magazine or yeah. whatever the hell it is, newsletter. And then the other thing is that too good it's like so it's like when they tell you on a shampoo bottle to like rinse and repeat oh, rinse and, yeah it's like it's like to tell you to drink two goop gloves now it's just ridiculous <laughs> like how many goop gloves am i supposed to drink in a day it's already and like it's ninety dollars a month to, to yeah to drink one goop glow a day i mean i can barely afford one goop glow a day i have to be quite honest with you i've definitely put two goop gloves in my water bottle before because a goop glow is supposed to be for eight ounces of water. So unless you want it to be weak, you know, weak tea, you got to, you got to put two goop glows in. But, that's true. And she, you're right. Yeah. And she definitely had more than, than two, uh, than eight ounces of water in that giant glass jug she drinks from. Oh yeah. Uh, um, I, I know I've said it before, but adding a goop glow to my berry smoothie in the morning is so good. It's such a perfect flavor combination i have a deeply shameful d i can't believe i'm admitting this on the podcast i'm gonna admit something that's like really one of the most embarrassing things about me and i can't believe i'm saying it but i recently purchased um mio water enhancers what are those there's there are commercials for them i think they're really sad and pathetic i they're like just basically like little bottles of like flavoring and you can squirt it in your water they're like sugar-free and some of them say they have whatever you know vitamin b or something in them and you know i hate water and it makes water taste so much better and i love it and it's like really helped me drink more water that sounds great it's like a it's like crystal light i also purchased some crystal light I like Crystal Light. I love Crystal Light. A Crystal Light lemonade is like really good. It's so good. I have a picture of it in my fridge right now. It's like my other new purchase. Now I want to get some. It's really good. What's your favorite flavor? What's it called? Mio Life? Mio. Mio Life? What's your favorite flavor? My favorite flavor is the lemonade one. Hmm. But there's lemonade. There's like a blue one, of course, and that has like Ooh, a lemon in it. And there's a... And then here's another thing that I'm doing that's completely insane. They have another one. It's like I got it in a four pack and I couldn't control what was in it. So one of them was cherry flavor and it has caffeine in it. And I really don't want to put like caffeine in my water. So I was like, and I also think it tastes a little medicinal. So here's my true level of insanity, but actually is a great idea. I started putting it in my diet Pepsi to make like a cherry perfect like a calorie cherry diet pepsi oh my god it's really good that sounds amazing did you get them did you get them online i know i want some look i got them online but i know you can get them i think you can get them at the supermarket too great i'm gonna try it okay good i mean i just think it's like really embarrassing when i when they first came out i was like oh my god like that's so like trashy and I was like that is capitalism like you can't just drink a glass of water we have to invent something to put in your water but honestly I'm grateful for it it tastes amazing yeah whatever gets you to drink more water I notoriously love water deeply and always need to be constantly chugging it so I don't know the idea of this sounds very fun and I feel like I would enjoy it every once in a while but I don't know that I could make it a habit just because I love plain old water so much yeah oh and also like their new thing is they have ones that are like 
have like electrolytes in them and stuff. I think they just are kind of like trying to like edge into the health space no, a little sure. bit, but I think it's kind of bullshit. It's just so that you drink more water. And so, yeah, so many people, I never knew that this was an issue, but so many people don't like drinking water. I hate it. Like most people I talk to are anti-water. Uh, you know who loves those? And I know I keep badgering you to listen to this podcast, but the uh, hungry girl, she loves all these like d- diet water additive things. Yeah. Well, I think that she and I do have a lot in common. You guys, but... you guys do. She does have like a thick sort of like New York, Long Island accent. Um, Interesting. But other than that, your peas in a pod. Uh, oh, thank you for sending me that link. You're welcome. I'll check it out. <laughs> All right. So saddest. Oh boy. This is just sad in general. It's an article called home for the holidays about people not being able to go home for the holidays this year and goop employees saying what they're going to do for their sad little Thanksgiving celebrations Oh my God, I know. and what they're going to wear. So we have, um, Hey, we only have three. We have three Goop employees. We have uh, Nora Raj Brown, Senior Vice President of Communications and Brand Marketing. Mm-hmm. She she is going to do a little backyard Thanksgiving celebration with friends, and she's going to do some warming, spicy cocktails, a cheese board, and lots of pies. Okay, and she's going to toss on a faux fur bolero. <laughs> okay. Is she gonna? Is she gonna? Uh make a turkey make a what a turkey oh it, i well i assume I, that would be weird if you just had a cheese board for thanksgiving i guess she just felt like it didn't even need to be said yeah i think a, a turkey is implied well i once went to a thanksgiving and the guy made sushi and cornish game hens because he was like i don't like turkey and i was like oh, great i Get like if you really don't like turkey, I understand, but you have you have to do a poultry. Like a Cornish game hen is fine, I think. If you do like any sort of fancy game or like even a great roast chicken, I could even deal with. Mm-hmm. But you need to have something to like soak up the great gravy and like bring all the food together. Yeah, it was a weird Thanksgiving. I'll say that. Then we have uh, Diana Ryu, who's the chief of staff. Um, the the Ron Klain of Goop, and <laughs> sorry, that's a little topical reference. What she? I think that's what. What? Um, oh my god! I think I already forgot her name. Who? The one Elise? that we meet. What's her Elise? name? No, Elise was not oh, the please. chief of staff. Elise, Elise was like the the CCO, she the chief content CEO. officer. She's I believe. I believe chief of staff is a fancy way of saying office manager, right? Well, I mean, in like for the president, the chief of staff is like the boss of everything underneath the CEO. Like, the, yeah. like, well, I don't, I only know what they are from watching the West Wing. Right. I'm not convinced that this lady is the boss of everyone under Gwyneth. I think, I think this is a fancy word for office manager, but Diana Ryu, if you're listening, um, reach out and let us know what your job description what is. Because it, I don't think in like a corporate structure, there's like chief of staff is not like a normal position for a non-government, right? 
I've only, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. We, neither of us work in office. We have no idea but what we're talking about. But the chief of staff is like the boss of the staff. Then why have I never heard of this lady before? Um, I'm sure she, I don't know. Either way, she's making a Korean Thanksgiving, which actually sounds really good. Uh, she doesn't give too many details. Oh, she does say that she and her husband already got married during COVID. So now she has to do thanksgiving drink oh that's just rough um but so it's just gonna be her and her husband having korean food which sounds lovely yeah that sounds good then we have elgin wright who okay his job his job title is key holder at the goop lab in brentwood so does that mean assistant manager because he like has the key to open the door in the morning manager so he's just, but I don't know that he's store manager. I feel like he's assistant manager because usually it's the assistant manager at a retail place that gets there early in the morning to open the store. Well, I think a manager also, wait, what? I don't think that's necessarily true with every retail. I think that's just like one experience that you had. Well, I guess because most of the because retail I've, I've worked is coffee shops that open really early so that it's like someone comes at like five in the morning. Yeah, but I, in my experience, it's like the manager has keys and then like other people have keys when they are like, when they open, but it's like not all, like I've worked places that I've had keys for where I wasn't the assistant manager or the manager. Yeah, no, me too. Um, I think it's just like sort of whatever, but I feel like if key holder is like a specific, I think a key holder is like a manager at the, at the yeah, store. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he is doing... A Zoom Thanksgiving. Uh, oh, wow. So he's doing a virtual Thanksgiving dinner, a FaceTime Hanukkah, and a Christmas Zoom party. I don't know why he's doing all of these. Um, well, so basically he's alone do, is the moral of the story. I will probably do all of these things as well. I mean, I definitely want to do Christmas karaoke. No. But I'll probably do Christmas on Zoom and I'll probably do a Hanukkah thing on Zoom and I will probably have Zoom involved with my Thanksgiving as well. Oh yeah. I think we're there's no getting out of that. We did a Zoom um Passover this year and I have to say it was really, really fun. Yeah, and also it... my family that we wouldn't normally have seen anyway came. Like my aunt from New York and my other aunt in Oregon, like we got to like have all these new people that wouldn't normally there that that is fun i i don't mind these things as long as they don't last super long i get antsy if i'm on zoom for a while but if it's like was it like over an hour then i get too antsy yeah it was like hours long but but it was like fun like oh my god my kitchen was so insane because i made a brisket but like they couldn't see it the kitchen was i think more fucked up than it's ever been before i still remember i don't know why like the kitchen was just crazy. And then I, I made like this huge dinner and it was like just me and Brian ate it while we were like on zoom with my whole family and they were all eating briskets too. <laughs> That's cool. You're all making brisket. Uh, it was I, very chill. Like I was up, I was down. I wasn't like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I guess I just always feel like I need to like talk and I never want to, but if you have, there were people, also like a million people on it and they were all like in my family. So it didn't yeah. feel anyway that's fun um 
but yeah, I mean, this holiday season is going to be really tough for everyone. So yeah, everyone just take care, you know, rub, rub in your sunscreen, take care of your skin and um, try to stay positive. I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to say either. Okay. And then for some reason, they're just a bunch of outfit suggestions. Yeah, they got, I mean, they got to keep selling. Wow. Are you, I guess you'll dress up a little bit if you're doing a Zoom holiday. Sure, why not? I mean, I have all these clothes that I can't wear anywhere. Might as well put them on for Zoom. Totally. Um, all right, what would you try? Okay, I would try lemongrass essential oil. Did you read the thing or the about the woman talking about I don't know. There was a really weird article about like your chakras, your pressure points and where to rub essential oil for different. Oh, I think I'm going to miss that one. It wasn't the kind of thing I normally would have probably read on a normal goop day, but I was like, I don't know, just trying to be thorough. And um, let me pull it up. Sorry. I'm not organized. Um, So there was just like a very old school sort of goop um, article about um, it's called an acupuncturist restorative rituals for finding positivity. And this, I read this out loud to Brian. And as I was reading it, he was like, control F and see how many times the word energy is used in this article. And I did. And the number was 16. Wow. It uses the word energy quite a bit, but um, it's this woman named Nicole Batista, who's a D-A-C-M-L-A-C. I don't know what that means. And she has this whole, frankly, pretty out there series of rituals. One of them is about cutting the cord. You like meditate and imagine, like, it's about like, let's see I'm gonna try to put this in my own words it's hard to explain you you're connected to people through invisible cords they can be people that you really know or people that you even just like run into in passing and they will basically stress you out so you meditate and then when you meditate you visualize somebody for her she always visualizes the archangel Michael coming and cutting the cord for her so she like won't have that anxiety so you're cutting the cords of the people that you want out of your life or no you just like don't want to carry around like the energy from that got it anymore like some of them are some people like you might not even know some of them like some of them like she said are just people you like run into in passing oh but now i know that everyone is actually the same we're all one person because marianne says that we're all christ or something (laughs) that like that's why you maybe you have to cut the cord from the bad part but not the good part maybe the imaginary part okay yes the imaginary part the ego well anyway then she's like and then you have to use herbs and essential oils and she said she uses frankincense in the morning but she said she also really likes to use um lemongrass and it's like good for positivity and she said to put it and she has these pressure points to, to rub it into when you're feeling stressed. And like, I want to try it. Like there's one for grounding. There's one, if you want to cultivate self-love or feel more secure or smooth or soothed, 
put it, um, or if you want to feel more seen or heard, you put it on your wrist. Mm. Like it's like the spot you have to like find, like she said, you, you hold your three fingers and put them on your wrist. So it like goes to like where the wrist crease is. And then when your index, wherever your index finger is, that's where your PC six is. Okay. Are you following this? A little bit. Yeah. It's like the, the skin is really thin there. So it seeps into your skin. It's faster, on the right? other side though. Oh, okay. Interesting. Anyway. Yeah. So that's your piece. So whatever, there are these pressure points and you were anyway, long story short, I want to buy the lemongrass oil. Uh, well, you should join one of those MLMs like doTERRA or uh, whatever the other one is. Well, I think you can just get it like at Whole Foods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't love lemongrass scent that much compared to other scents. I like it. It's, it's bright. It's cheerful. It is bright. I guess I like, I like either like super floral or like super like funky. I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. I would try, they, they had this article that was, um, like comfort food. Did you see this? No. So it's just all these, I don't know. They had like pasta and they had tomato sauce or whatever. But, uh, one of the recipes was a ginger chicken congee. And congee is something I always really enjoy when I, have it it's like um it's like a a chinese rice porridge um but i've never made it at home and it actually looks really really simple and while the weather is getting colder it just it does seem like a very comforting recipe um and all it is 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 rice with chicken stock chicken thighs and ginger and that's it Hmm. uh so you just boil the rice in a bunch of chicken stock for like an hour with with the chicken thighs and then you just um, you know, cut up the thighs once they're they're tender, and then they tell you to like crisp up some shallots, and Ooh. that's it. that's literally it. It just looks so easy and lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah, that sounds good. And I need to again just start like switching up my breakfast routine because I'm sort of getting sick of my whatever my yogurt. Yeah, I've been doing. I've actually been trying to get like a really like protein heavy breakfast. I've been doing chicken breast, mm. tomatoes, half a grapefruit and two eggs. Oh yeah. That's good. That'll, that'll fill you up too. Yeah. It's been good. I am going to make either tonight or tomorrow, uh, Melissa Clark's instant pot, instant pot chili, Ooh. Uh, which seems really simple. It's just like ground beef, a couple can of beans and like chili powder. I don't know. It does. It doesn't seem that interesting, but just because I think Melissa Clark is like a good recipe developer, I'm curious to try it. And chili just sounds nice. Chili sounds nice. It's a little bit cold. Yes. Yeah. 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 Getting really chilly here in LA, like 52 degrees at night. I. It's like seriously. It's like if when I was in Chicago, this definitely would have been like what it was like in the middle of the spring, and I would be wearing like a stress out in this weather. And now I'm completely bundled up like i go out wearing like a hat and a coat <laughs> like I'm- oh yeah me too i put on like when i take my walk at night i've been putting on hats i've been putting on gloves even yeah it's crazy it's freezing to me it's insane we're soft yeah which is here fine. on the west coast i don't mind it all right what would you buy okay 
I feel like it's time and I want to get the Sangre de Fuerta Frere. I don't know what the hell it's called. Sangre de Frere Fruta. Sangre de Fruta. God, I'm okay. so stupid. But it's like, it's the shampoo. It's like the big black shampoo. Okay. With the pump top thing. It's like, it looks big and it comes in like a, like a black tub and the label is white and it's expensive. It's like $48. I've been eyeing it. I don't know why. Whenever I see it, I'm like, that just seems like that's something that I really feel like I would see in a rich person's house. Like some of this stuff, I don't know, but that I'm like, that seems like that would elevate my life having this. Yeah. Just the the fact that it's like a, a shampoo in a in a black bottle is very striking and alluring. Yes. And it's all and it's like you can't see into any of the bottles. They're all like opaque. Do we have and any idea what it smells like? I don't know what it smells like. And I also don't know what it's made of. I know nothing about it, but I know that, they, oh, they also make a body wash. This is from the article with, they interviewed the mega babe girl again, which they oh, interview okay. her all the time. Uh, yeah, they, they bring her out once a year to talk about body positivity and then they- And then they put her back. Throw her away. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, there are, so the Garden of Earthly Delights Botanical Conditioner, it's $52. It's a super moisturizing conditioner that leaves your hair shiny, healthy, and faintly scented. We especially love the chic, gigantic pump bottle. See, that's, it's the bottle. <laughs> yeah, that, and that you, pump. You know what? I could also buy this and then just like once it's done, just fill it up with like Jorgens or whatever. <laughs> and like, who would ever know? Okay, then the botanical shampoo, it does the same exact thing. This It's the same exact thing. I'm sure it There's smells one lovely. that's called Head of Roses Botanical Shampoo. You can either get the Head of Roses or the Garden of Earthly Delights. I don't know what they smell like. I, like a couple, I guess a few weeks ago, I had said that I wanted to like up my shampoo game, but I ended up just buying Dove scalp care that sort of smells like coconut and it's good enough for me. Yeah, I use that like mango, like it's called like Alba or Mm. something. I get it from the Grove box. I don't know. It's fine. It's. It's like the cheapest, like natural stuff, but. I also have very little hair, so I don't, I could actually probably buy like the most expensive shampoo and have it for a long time because I barely use it. Yeah, you could, you should do that. I think I'm going bald and I also have a lot of hair and I use shampoo. Like I use shampoo. Wait, when you say you think you're going bald, do you mean like you're actually going bald or you want to shave your head? I mean, I am going bald. I don't. I mean, I think my hair is falling out. Whenever I look at myself in the zoom i seem like i have this receding hairline see i'm showing brian I, you guys can't see but i have like a receding it looks like a receding hairline like it's spinning uh i think you're just pulling it back i think you're good but well we'll see we'll see time will tell we'll see in 10 years exactly when i'm like wrinkled because i didn't wear enough sunscreen i'm bald jesus i'm picturing you looking like et yeah, that's how I picture myself too. No, I can't. I have to manifest something better than that. Totally. Uh, right. Okay. What would I buy? It is a product on, okay, it's the article that's called Thanksgiving Dressing from Host to Table. And it's like, it's a sad article because it's basically like host gifts that you give to someone for Thanksgiving and like no one's going anywhere for Thanksgiving. No, definitely nowhere that a hostess gift is required at least. No. But this product sounds intriguing. It's called Oops, I Did It Again, which okay. is 
It's funny. And I also feel like, I don't know, Brittany should be getting a cut of this, even though I'm sure she's not. Poor woman. She lost her case. Anyway. Oh my God. Well, it's, I mean, it's still ongoing. We'll see. But this is, this is a food coma slash party recovery pill. Hmm. And it's all these Chinese herbs that basically are supposed to help you when you overindulge either in food or in alcohol. And like nothing sounds more necessary after a Thanksgiving meal than popping a few. Oops, I did it again. No, that sounds great. It's $45 for, well, 40 tablets, but the serving size is four. So it's basically like 10 servings of Oops, I did it again. And the package is like a very, it sort of looks like some abstract art. It's like a very pretty sort of packaging. The brand is within, but without any vowels. So it's W-T-H-N. We've got to start putting vowels back in words. I'm so sick of that. Soon. I think the tide has to be turning soon. I think it's all right. I would have thought that, I, I mean, this has been going on for years. Yeah. This company's probably a few years old. So I think the, the, the lack of vowels probably dates it to, you know, the 2010s. 2011. Uh, but yeah, this is just something that I was like, oh, this, I could see having this in my medicine cabinet. And like after, you know, after, you know, a Domino's evening or after a bottle of red wine. A Domino's or, evening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this would be quite a nice um, respite from, from an upset stomach. For sure. I'm not seeing, where is this in wellness? It's in the article, Thanksgiving dressing. Yeah. It's like further down in the article. But in wellness or in something else. I think it's in wellness. Let's see. Food and home maybe. The, I don't have the article up, so I don't know, but it's in that article. Oh, this is nice. They have a really good on their website. I guess I should have put this on the list. But on their website, they have a really good, um, like, new organizational, like, tablet for their recipes, like breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. Oh, really? I didn't know this. Through and just find, and then, oh, kid-friendly drink, cocktail, sweet recipes. Oh, my God, this is great. Brian, I'm discovering new things as I go on here. Detox, keto, vegetarian, vegan, all of the gluten-free, dairy-free. Oh, my God, this is an amazing discovery. Where are you seeing this? Um, on the website, not in the, not in the letter, under food and home. Oh, food and, and home. It's just right below. When you go, there's, like, a huge ad for their fair trade coffee. And then under it, there's this, like, sliding thing where you can select which type of recipe you want. Oh, this is new. This is new. This is good. Wow. Yeah. A detox, keto, vegetarian, vegan. This is great. The group should have done this years ago. Years ago. I know, but this is really good. The so, next thing that they need to do is actually have an app. Cause like no one goes on a website to look for recipes really. So like if they had like well, the New York times cooking app, app, huh? They used to have that app. Well, they had the travel app, uh, G spotting. But they need a food recipe app. I agree. I couldn't agree more. These are great. I'm so excited to have found this. You know, I think this is Caitlin O'Malley's doing. I'm going to give her credit. She deserves it. Why not give her credit? Uh, okay. 
Are we done? Yeah, my computer's about to die. All right, that means we're done, guys. Go to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating or a nice review. Uh, uh, join our Patreon, Goop Yourself, or no, sorry, patreon.com slash Yourself. Join for either five or $1 a month. And we'll see you next week. We love you. Love you, bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 